Very good evening to you. Thank you so much for speaking to us. So, Mr. Kupela, tell us what is the situation, how many patients have been released, and what kind of condition are they in? Well, we have to do that as a precaution because we cannot run a hospital without water. And we have to condemn the action by the local truck uh, owners. Because if you have to participate in our uh, procurement, you have to ensure that you are on the government at a pay so that you can exploit opportunities that do come. You don't just come and uh, tamper with uh, attempts to accelerate service delivery. Of course, we had to assess the patients that were in the hospital and those who were still uh, sick, require, who still required admission, had to be referred to nearby hospitals. And those who were not uh, in serious condition, they had to be discharged and others. But we still have doctors operating in the hospital who are there to assess patients who do come in. Mm. So what would you, just for clarity's sake, uh, define as not in a serious condition? Well, we, the, the, the hospital is still running. We still have doctors and patients would be assessed. And if a patient requires admission based on the condition of that particular patient, a doctor would decide if that patient were to be admitted at all things. He, she or he would be referred and admitted in another hospital because the hospital cannot admit patients at the moment. Mm. There, there were reports that some of these people were discharged to NGO facilities. Is this correct? Never, 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 no. Don't okay. We've got uh, nearby hospitals such as uh, Elliot, Itala, as well as the Nelson Mandela Academic Hospital and Tata Regional Hospital, mm-hmm. which is about 70 kilometers away from Olsen. We never send patients to, as I say, those patients would have been assessed and based on their clinical condition, they would then either be discharged home or be referred to a nearby hospital for admission and treatment. Okay. No, no, no NGO. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's why I needed to clarify with you if uh, this yeah. is indeed the case. Secondly, I need to ask you about an issue that we spoke about uh, at the onset of the first um, reports of a mass hysteria that took place in the Eastern Cape. And I remember we had quite a lengthy conversation about what was behind it. Now, another incident being um, reported yesterday at is it Mankam Junior Secondary. It was Mangam uh, School also in Kanduli where about 70 learners suffered uh, the hallucinations and they had to be rushed to the Turale Hospital. And unfortunately, the same story, so they, they were clinically fit, so they were just uh, put under observation and later discharged. Nothing could be done except for psychological treatment, which was done also to those who were taken to hospital over the past two weeks. All right, thank so you. we don't know what's going on with all, in those children, but I understand that uh, the schools and communities have since uh, appealed to religious uh, pastors to come to their rescue. All right, thanks for that correction. You know, sometimes you uh, read something in English and it's actually in the Venec and vice versa. So, uh, thank you very much. Cesar Cupello, uh, Eastern Cape Department of Health.